go forth, brother. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Have, have your way in the Lord, okay? Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. It's such a blessing to be here on this sacred altar. And um, I'm not taking that for granted. I want to really thank the Lord for this honor and privilege. And I also want to appreciate God for the blessings that we have received so far in this seminar. Like it has been said over and over, I'm sure we are not going back the way we came. I'm sure the Lord is working in us and working on us to make us become who he really wants us to be. So I want to thank our apostle for his fatherly care and love. Thank you, sir, for this privilege. And it is my prayer that as we share together this morning, that the Lord will speak to us himself and he will honor his name in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I also want to thank this house, everyone here that has played one role or the other for the success of this seminar. Thank you for all you do in the kingdom. The almighty God will continue to bless you. I want to thank those who are watching online since on Tuesday that has been part of this seminar. You know, like Apostle Ron just said, the people in France, the people in Europe, you know, people in different places who could not come, like Pastor Livesta, my covenant brother, and the dwelling house. You know, many of them could not come physically, but you have been following online, gleaning from this house. I pray the Lord will continue to be with you and strengthen you. I'm so excited that my wife is watching this live, so I greet her and I greet the few leaders that are also watching you know, with us. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we thank you so much for bringing us to this place. It is such a blessing that we are in your sanctuary this morning and not in the mortuary. We are not taking being alive for granted. We thank you for your call upon us. We thank you, Lord, for the flow of anointing from this house. We thank you, Lord, for that fragrance that is already being poured upon our lives. We know as we live here, we will go in the power of the Spirit, and we will be able to do all you have called us to do. Dear Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you, and I pray that you speak through me, and you bless us all. It is in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You know, like a little child, when you have an expectation, and what you anticipated actually comes to be, you are excited. You say, oh, that is it. That's how I've been feeling this morning. Because since I've been told of this assignment, I kept praying that God should give me a word. And when he finally gave me the word, everything that has been happening here, this morning in particular, is just in line with the word. When we got to the Sunday school, it was like, Raleigh uh, saw my notes. And I was like, you know, and the worship, the song, God bless the prophetic, you know, worship. Those songs that came from that little lady when she said, we will not be weary. We are tapping into the strength. And one of the words that came from the song says, it doesn't end here, we'll keep going. Another one says, we'll be willing, we'll be willing vessels in the hands of God. You know, those are words that summarizes all God has been sharing with us this week so far. Now, the theme of this seminar is Rama. I stand to be corrected that the saints' network is our own Rama. That is where God trains us. That is where God tutors us. That is where God disciples us. That is where God builds us. That is where God strengthens us so that we can be all he wants us to be. Because if you look at what we've been learning from on Tuesday, it centers around the ministry of Samuel. And when I looked at that drama a little bit more closely, that was where Samuel was born. That was where he operated from as a minister. That was where he died. And so, 
Rama means some number of things that I will share quickly using those alphabets Rama, R-A-M-A-H. As we live here, what is God's expectation for us? But before I do that, I want to crave your indulgence to let me do something. Um, I would like to invite Pastor Robert, if you don't mind, sir. But while you don't go yet, I, I need in a moment. Please, sir, can you come? If you don't mind. And I, I don't know, I need those girls, the, the, the twins, the four girls, if, if somebody can get them for me. The four of them. The, the, the one from, yes. Thank you. Please, please come up, sir. Um, I want the Brazilian team to come up. Now you come on this side. Brayuali, come on this side, if you don't mind. Please, sir. Man of God, we are so excited to have you. You know, we, we just thank God for your faithfulness that you can still come, even just one day, you know, for the conference to... And that speaks to what I'm about to say, so please don't be offended. Okay. Uh, Brother Zach, please, can you come? Thank you. Please come. Just come on this side. You guys are too far. Can you come a little bit closer? Thank you. Oh, don't be. Don't be. All right. Okay, I, I'm waiting for those um, young, young people. I'm so sorry to bother you. Please, can you come? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, you'll be on this side. I'm really, really sorry to bother you. All right. Now, the summary of what I have picked from this seminar is the word hope. When Pastor Monica was talking the other day about Rachel weeping for her children, that word hope came very strong to me. That despite all that went on, despite all that is going on, there is hope. There is hope. And that's the scripture. And for this house and for the assignment, and I said it to our apostle, sir, there is hope. The hope is so sure. Because in God's timing, everything that God has planned to do, he will do. Now, the reason why I call Pastor Fulton Hope is this. I recall that when this house was sent out to the nations, you were one of those that went with them, even on the first team. Am I correct? the Uganda team, and you've been there and you are still here. That is steadfastness. And we thank God for that. And I believe, just like uh, Pastor Ron just said, that when God gives you an assignment and you have people agreeing with you, it encourages you. So I'm sure you are really a source of encouragement to our Father in the Lord. And I called you up, uh, Brazak, or Pastor Zach, because you are a fruit of this network. You grew up in this network. And of course, there are so many young people that are not here physically. But like Pastor Monica said, they are coming back. All our sons and all our daughters are coming back. And so we use you as a point of contact to the young ones out there who are to be doing something for the Lord. And for one reason or the other, they are not here. They are definitely coming back. Like our brother asked the other time, I think it was in the Sunday school, if we ever had a time, we were wayward. If we ever had a time, we were lost. And he asked us to raise our hands. I, I raised my hands because there was a time in my life that I was lost, even though my parents were pastors. But I, I was in church. I was in the choir but I was living a different life. So I know what it means for somebody to be lost. But if the love of Christ can find me and restore me, he will definitely restore others. And beautiful ones, do you know why I called you up? You know, it blesses my heart whenever I come here and I see you stay in God's presence. I see you pray. I see you serve. You know, whenever we have the communion, you are the one that goes around to pick the cups. That was what Samuel was doing in the temple. He was so young, but he stayed in God's presence. And God raised him up as a great prophet in Israel. And not only for Israel, we are, we are benefiting from his ministry 
even many years. And that is what I see God doing through you. This house is so proud of you. And you are point of contact to the younger ones coming because there is hope that no matter how corrupt our world will be or could be at now, as at now, there is hope. All right? Now, for my brethren here, I will start with you, sir. You are from Mexico and you are from Brazil. That is central. I mean, is this, yours, yours is central, right? This is south. Now, I am from Africa, from Nigeria. Now, that is to say, what God is doing through this group of people is affecting other parts of the world. You are from America. We are from the other part of the world. I don't know, maybe you are seeing this. Now, God is releasing blessing from this side, and it's flowing to every other nation. Now, I come from Africa. Only Jesus could have brought me here. Can you imagine how I'm welcomed in this house? It is the love of Christ that can make that happen. All right? All right. So, you are from Brazil. He is from Mexico. We have brethren who are from France. Like Pastor Ron said, we were together in Switzerland. Now, this house had been sent to India, had been sent to other nations of the world. Why I brought all these people here is just to show you the picture that there is hope. That from this house, God's power, God's anointing, God's grace, God's revelations flows to every other part of the world. So if you don't mind, please can you rise up and stretch your hands and pray that the Lord Almighty, the great work he has started in this house, will flow all over the world. That the seeds that have been sown from this house over the years, even starting from the very first strip from this house, those seeds will begin to germinate. And those children will begin to come back. You started from Uganda, then you went to every other nation. Let's pray. Let's pray in the spirit that the power of the Lord will begin to walk across the nations. Even on these younger ones. Even on the older ones. Even on every other person that is in this sanctuary. Even those that joined online. That from the saints network, from this house, from the Father's church, the power of the Holy Ghost. We continue to move and empower us as a mighty army to build up the kingdom of God. That the knowledge of God will cover the earth as water covers the sea. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Alright. Let's quickly go to the word. I'm sharing this morning on the subject, Step Up. When we started, the first teaching was on the high places. And there were a lot of in-depth revelation on the word Rama. Opening our eyes to see that God does not want us to remain where we are. He wants us to step up. He wants us to come higher. And that's what this message is all about. He's just saying, live where you are and come higher. Let that lower level fall and you come higher. Despite the challenges, despite the pressure, whatever is going on, don't remain at the valley. Come over to the top of the mountain. That is exactly or simply what I'm saying. Talking about Rama, Rama happens to be the place of the birth of Samuel. He grew up there. He had ministry operations there. He had school, sons of the prophets there. School for sons of the prophets. It was the place of his death. But let's look a little bit about Samuel. Samuel, oh, I'm so sorry. I have an outline. Thank you, Brazak. All right. Samuel was a willing student. He was somebody that was interested in knowing the Lord. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, from verse 7 to 10, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli, 
and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord called the child. Therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant hear it. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant hear it. Now, that verse opened with a statement that at that time, Samuel does not know the Lord. He doesn't understand the voice of the Lord. So he was at that time a child. He was at that time a novice when it comes to the things of the Spirit. But the class started for him that day. He was being guided by Prophet Eli. Prophet Eli said, when the Lord calls you again, this is what your response should be. Like, it's so interesting and so exciting that for the first time, I was able to participate in the presbytery prophecy ministry. And I had to be tutored. I had to be guided by the woman of God on how to go about it. Why? Because I was new to it. And interestingly, she scored me well at the end of the session. Now, that was exactly the experience of Samuel. Samuel was in this temple. Samuel was with Eli, but he was at that time ignorant. He was at that time, he doesn't really understand what the word of God was saying. But as Samuel remained in the temple, as Samuel remained with God, he grew to a level in the word. He grew to a level in relating with God that the scripture says none of his words falls to the ground. He became someone that hears clearly from God, takes instructions and directives from God. Why? Because he grew in the world. And so when I say step up, what God is saying is we must grow. We must improve. And that was why I said the Saint Network is our own university. is our own training ground. It's a place where we draw. Draw strength. Draw knowledge. Draw revelation. Draw insight to grow to become the warriors that God wants us to be. So in the word Rima, that word R means the place where you receive instructions and training. The place where you receive instructions and training. You know, we've been told in this seminar that we are in a warfare. And this warfare is intense. And this warfare is real. And this warfare is serious. We can't afford to joke on the battlefield. Those who are, if you have watched movies about war, or you've seen where conflict, or maybe live videos where people are really in a battle, you will have a better understanding of what I'm saying. I remember I have visited some countries like Liberia and Syria alone where war was fought. It was real. You see people losing their lives. You see wickedness of the highest order. Because when the other side comes, they are not sparing anybody's life. They are there to kill. They are there to maim. They are there to destroy. They are there to take whatever they want to take. And that is the devil's ministry. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you can't not afford to sit on the fence. It's either you're on the Lord's side or you're on the other side. And once we agree that we are on the Lord's side, we must put on the whole armor of God and stand against the wiles of the devil. And so when our pastor was speaking yesterday and he was speaking very strongly from his spirit, that was really getting to me. That guy, you need to step up. This is warfare. You don't joke on the battlefield. This is not soccer. This is war. 
And if it is war, we cannot joke, we cannot play, we cannot be lackadaisical, we cannot, we cannot be indifferent when we are on the battlefield. And so every instructions that we have received and that we will continue to receive from the Lord must be taken serious. That is Rama. It's a place of training. It's a place of grooming. It's a place of development. It's a place of empowering so that we can go back and study what we have learned this week, listen to those messages all over again, ask the Holy Spirit to help us so that we can take our rightful place, you know, in the work of God. So we must seek the Lord with all our hearts. We must make up our mind to check how much of time do we spend on our faces before the Lord. How much of time do we spend in praying in the Spirit? Do we receive new tongues? Do we still get that connection? Are we, no, are we not by now familiar with the things of God that we just do them the way we normally do them? No, this is a wake-up time, a wake-up call for every warrior in this house that the kingdom needs you now to stand like never before. And I know the Lord will give us that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. The second word in that word, Rama, is A. And what I got from that is acclimatiz I hope I won't bite my tongue. Acclimatization. To acclimatize. And there's a very interesting read in 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 18 to 24. I will not read. I will just explain so that I can move quickly. Now, in that story, it was reported that David went to Samuel. And Saul gave an instruction that Samuel, I mean, David should be arrested. So the soldiers went to Ramah. They, I mean, they went to where uh, Samuel was in Ramah. And by the time these men got there, instead of them to arrest David and possibly arrest uh, Samuel, they began to prophesy. The spirit came over them and they were taken over by the spirit. And the report got to Saul that the soldiers you sent to arrest those people are prophesying. He sent the second team their own prophecy was higher. And then he sent the third theme. One, two, three. Come on, we are connected to power. May the power of the spirit continue to flow like never before in our lives. The enemy is no match for what God has deposited in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we cannot be afraid of the enemy. The power of the Lord is available for us if we stay in the place of prayer. If we stay connected to the Lord, we are able, more than able, to carry out this assignment. Do you know what was most interesting? Saul himself decided to come and effect the address, arrest. And when he got there, he started to prophesy himself. In fact, he prophesied to the point that the Bible said he undressed himself. The Spirit took over Totally. The spirit took over to. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Okay, do you remember the other story? Where David went to another prophet and he got support from that prophet. I think Abiata or something like that. And so hard that that prophet supported and assisted David. He sent soldiers there and they killed the man. But in the case of Samuel, when those men and Saul got there because of the presence of the power of God in that place. The power took over and they submitted to God. I am praying for every one of us as we leave this conference, this seminar. The power of God. We walk so much in our lives that wherever we go, the enemy will surrender. Wherever we go, the enemy will submit. That whatever they do, they will fail. Why? Because we have stayed in the presence of God. You know, there is this proverb in Africa. How do I explain this? You know, many years before, before this civilization, they make soap, local soap, from potash and some other things like that. So, those soap, there's no container, so they wrap the soap with leaves. 
But do you know what they observed? After the, after the soap has stayed in the leaf for some time, the leaves become part of the soap. The leaf is eaten up by the chemicals in that soap that you will not know the difference between the soap and the leaves. I don't know, maybe you understand what I'm saying. So eventually it blends and it becomes part of the soap. That is, when the leaf stays too long with the soap, the leaves itself become soap. When you stay close to God, and you stay and you remain in his presence, his strength pours into you. His power pours into you. That fragrance pours into you. That when you stand, you stand as light. When you stand, you stand as salt. When you stand, you stand as an army, an ambassador of the Lord. And that is my prayer. That as we live here and we stay with God, may the power of God, may the spirit of God continue to flow into us without ceasing. That when we stand, we see the power in the name of Jesus. The third alphabet is alphabet M. And it tells us that Rama is a place for maturing. You can't continue to come to this house and remain a baby. <laughs> it's impossible, not just impossible. You can't. It's a place of maturing. It's a place where we grow. Just like the example I gave about Samuel. The Bible told us that at that time, Samuel did not even know the Lord. He did, he did not recognize the voice of the Lord. He did not know anything about the Lord. But as he stayed and growed in the place of training, he became mature. He understood the word of the Lord. He, he became an authority. He became somebody that has the knowledge of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19, and Samuel grew. And the Lord was with him and did let none of his words fall to the ground. The same Samuel that did not know the word of the Lord initially became the spokesman for God. And that's maturing. And that's what the Bible says. That we must not remain ignorant of warfare. We must not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. We must not remain babes like Hebrew was telling us that we must not remain at the elementary level, the foundational teachings of the word of God, that we are still babes. But rather we must grow. We must improve. We must study to show ourselves approved unto God. As workmen that will not be ashamed, but we rightly divide the word of truth. That is maturing. So as we are leaving this seminar, what God is saying is step up. You can't continue to remain at the old level that you were. You need to come higher. You need to do better. You need to bring more impact. You need to give more. Give more of your time. Give more of your talent. Give more of your treasures. Give everything. That is what God is saying. The next alphabet in Rama is alphabet A. And it stands for authority. Authority. When we align ourselves with Christ, it transfers his authority to us. And we saw that in the life of Samuel. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1, Samuel anointed Saul as king. I mean, he stole Saul. You are now the king. And that word became authority. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, Samuel told Saul, you are no longer the king. And that became it. It was, this, it was this same Samuel that also told David, you are now the king. So Samuel became an authority. Not just a prophet. Over the entire nation. Why? Because he has stayed in the place of training. And he has allowed the Lord to walk in him. And that was the difference between him and Ophini and Phineas. Even though Ophini and Phineas were the sons of Eli, because they failed to stay in God's presence, because they failed to pass through those classes, because they failed to stay in the house of the Lord, they were out completely when it comes to ministry. 
And that is where God is no respecter of person. Whoever yields himself or herself to the Lord definitely becomes somebody that carries his authority. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10, I will read that one. It says, see, I have set you this day over nations. Can somebody say amen to that? And over kingdoms. To pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. That is what God has done and is doing with the saints network. God has established this house as an authority over nations, over kingdoms. And that is why my heart and soul had been knitted to this house from the first day that I got to be connected with this house. And those words that Pastor Ron used earlier, I've used that word severally whenever they are around. That the teaching of the Saint Network is not just another teaching from America. That this is the word of God. And that blesses my heart. And that gives me the reason to remain connected. Because even when I did not have the opportunity to come to the United States, I was connected. Because I wasn't just looking for coming to America. I was looking for God. Oh, there are so many ministries, programs everywhere. But the difference is clear. So I encourage everyone in this house to take the opportunity you have to be part of this family serious. And then you cannot just be a child of God without authority. You have the authority. But the authority you will not know if it is not put to use. If it is not tested. You will know. Do I have any biblical backing for that? Of course. You remember the story in Acts of Apostles chapter 3. That man that had been crippled you know, from his mother's womb always stays at the beautiful gate. I'm sure that was not the first time Peter and John would see him. Because they regularly go to that place and that man was a regular customer too there. Alright? But that very day, something stirred Peter up and called John. He said, come, John, come. When we received the Holy Ghost, what did we receive? John said, power. He said, let's go and test the power on that man. I mean, John was lost. What are you talking about? We are not Jesus. Come on, let's go and pray. Peter dragged him there and said to that man, gold and silver, we have not. But, if you go and read that story, you will see in Acts chapter 3. He said, but what I have, he did not say what we have. You know, it was with John. He said, what I have, what I, Peter, have, I give unto you. He said, look on us. He used the word plural. Look on us, two of us. But when it got to the place of demonstration of power, he said, what I have, he stood for himself. You know why? The place of agreement is the place of power. If two of you shall agree as touching anything, that's the scripture, right? So at that moment, he did not really know where the faith of John was. So he said, what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. If you read the story, the man did not rise. The man did not walk. The man was staring at Peter. What are you talking about? I want to walk, but I have no legs. The Bible says, Peter has to grab the man and pull him up and say, listen, those words that just came out from my mouth are not ordinary. It's power. It was when he dragged the man up. The Bible says, his ankle bones receive strength. So the words of Peter alone were not enough to make the man stand up. Because he has never seen them do anything like that before. But Peter believed that there was power. I want you to know that God's power is in our mouth. As we stay in the place of intercession, as we stay in the place of prayer, as we lift up people, as we lift up nations with this assignment that God has given this house, let's put that power and authority to use. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, Verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power 
Somebody say power. To power to tread on serpent and on scorpions. Power. So when we talk about power, the power of God is real. And sir, that's one of the reasons why I follow him. Because I have seen the power of God at work. Real. No fake, no pretense, no real. Of course, we know there are fake prophets and fake teachers and fake miracle workers all over the places. But they can never be fake if there is no original. I am yet to see a $200 bill. Fake. Have you seen? $200. I think the highest denomination we have in the U.S. is $100, right? I'm asking, maybe you know, I may not know. Is that correct? Do we have $500 bill? One single bill, $500? We don't see it. <laughs> Amen. All right. So if somebody gives you $500 bill, a single bill that carries $500, then you, you will look at it several times. That's what I'm trying to say. You can never have the fake if there is no original. The reason why there are fakes is because we have the originals. And glory to God, we are the originals. And you see, if the originals keep quiet, the fakes will triumph. The fake becomes more popular. The fake, the fake will take over our children. And that is why we must not be silent. Just like Rachel was weeping over her children. Was standing, was interceding, was crying out. And the result of the weeping of Rachel was that hope came. That restoration is going to take place. That those children are going to come back. We must take authority in the place of prayer over the nations that God has brought over us. I believe God that every nation that has been touched by this house in the past years we will see revival again. I believe God that God is going to lead teams from this house back to Uganda, back to Kenya, back to Togo, back to Benin, back to Nigeria. I thought you would say amen to that. I believe God. I believe God that God will do it again. That from this house, God will raise team. Pastor Larry was with us in Uganda, right? Some years back. Years back. I believe God that those investments that have been made from this house will not go down the drain. Those seeds will grow. Those seeds will germinate. It may seem as if nothing is happening now. Believe me, God is working. Believe me, God is raising himself and army in those places. Those times you have traveled and some of you have supported financially to allow our pastors to travel. I'm telling you, your investment is not a waste. It's not a waste. It's just a matter of time. God is going to bring about restoration. And that is why we must do warfare. That is why we must walk. And the last alphabet there is alphabet H. And that starts for hope. In Jeremiah 31, verse 15 to 17. Thus said the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah. Lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children. Refused to be comforted for her children. Because they were not. And from that intercession, what was the result? Thus said the Lord. Refrain thy voice from weeping and thy eyes from tears. Thy, for thy work shall be rewarded, saith the Lord. And they shall come again from the land of the enemy. And there is hope in thy hand, saith the Lord, that thy children shall come again to their own border. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is hope. So as I round up this morning, I bring you words from the Lord that as we stay in the place of prayer, we must understand that there is hope. <clears throat> that our labor is not in vain. Our work is not in vain. Our service is not in vain. If you look at the life of Samuel as I summarize, he was a committed servant. Number one, he was a willing student. Somebody willing, ready to hear the voice of God. And that's what we must be ready to do. We must be sensitive to God's voice. We must be willing and ready 
to hear him. And how do we do that? It's when we lay on our faces. It's when we put every other thing aside. It's when we put our own burdens aside and we lay in prayer. I learned that from this house. Because, you know, most of the prayer we pray is always towards our needs. Raising prayer point towards what we want God to do for us. But I learned from this house that you seek his face, not his hands. So when we lay before him and we put aside our own issues and we are concerned about the kingdom and we begin to intercede for the nation. So I encourage you that these flags should not be for decoration in this sanctuary. Whenever you come here, mention these nations to God in prayer. Mention them to God. Intercede and pray in tongues for them. Because the Spirit of God will be working even though you are not physically there. And in the realm of the Spirit, things will be happening. When we, we saw from Samuel that Samuel was a committed servant. Serving God is the best decision we can ever make. I don't know, maybe I've said this here before. I have learned that those who sit on the high table in big occasions, who sit on special seats and special tables, they always eat the leftover of those who cook the food. Ask Pastor Fabian. We were doing this barbecue yesterday and I was there with them in the kitchen we thank God for our sister, Sister Stacy, and the husband for hosting us. God bless you. You know, every year we always do that. And at a point, he, he cut a slice to check if the meat was okay. And he tasted it. And of course, I was behind him. <laughs> I don't need to beg. He said, bro, would you want to? I said, yes, of course. <laughs> and he cut a slice, and he gave me mine. Ask the women, when they cook, that's what they do. They taste. Before it gets to the dining, they have tasted. And sometimes they are full before they get to the table. <laughs> I would rather be in the kitchen. I would rather be where they serve than be where one is being honored. The honor comes from service. Jesus said, if any one of you want to be the greatest, be the servant. So the way up is down. If we want God to lift up higher, we must come down to serve. And there is no level where you cannot serve. It has nothing to do with title. It has nothing to do with recognition. Once the Lord gives you an assignment, take it serious and do it with all your best. So as God is asking us to step up, step up. He's asking us to step up in service. Step up in service. That from now, we are committed, more committed. Let that be your decision as you leave this house this day. That Lord, I will serve you with all my heart, with all my life, with all my time, with all my resources. I will serve you. That is the best decision that you can make. Samuel was a man of integrity. In 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 3, I will not read 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 3. Samuel made a call to the whole Israel and challenged them and said, If I've taken anything, you know, with trick, if I've robbed any of you of anything, come and say before all. And nobody could come and challenge the integrity of Samuel. And that's what we have been called to. We have been called to holiness. We have been called to righteousness. We have been called to truthfulness. We must be men and women of integrity wherever we go. When people see us, when people don't see us, God must be able to attest to your character as a child of God that you are truly one of the army. And people also must be able to identify. That was why the scripture says, even when you are being ill spoken of, they can still not Come against your integrity. Why? Because you are standing and staying in the truth. So as I close this morning, I encourage us to step up. Step up in holiness. Step up in prayer. Step up into the new. Step up into readiness. Step up into power. God has made available everything that we need to fight in this battle. God has provided the armor from our head to our, the sole of our feet. All we need to do is to put on the armor. Put
Put on the armor and stand for the Lord. Be God's man. Be God's woman in your terrier. Be God's representative where you are. Your voice matters in the kingdom. Your input matters in the kingdom. No one is too small. No one is too limited. As you go back to Brazil, my brother and my sister, Sister Anna, as you go back, go without fire. Brayuali, thank God for your life. You have a responsibility. The Saint Network in Mexico must come alive. And other opportunities that God gives you. Go back with that fire. Brother, can you remind me your name, sir? Brother Felipe, thank God for your being here. Thank God for your humility. As you go back, sir, go back with that fire. Go back with that zeal. Each of us has influence over some number of people. Go back in the area of your influence and affect the people. Would you want to be one of those who will say, Lord, I'm stepping up. I'm getting out of the valley. I am moving up to the mountaintop. I don't want to be where I used to be. I want to come up higher, Lord, in your power, in your anointing. Can you stand up for yourself and stand on your feet and say, yes, I step up, Lord. I am not going to be where I used to be. I refuse to remain where I used to be. I step into the new. I accept the responsibility to be God's ambassador. Can you begin to pray in the spirit and say, Lord, I yield myself over unto you. Even those watching online, can you just yield yourself to the Lord one more time like Samuel? I say, Lord, here am I. Speak to me, Lord. Direct me, Lord. Can you say like Isaiah, here am I. Send me, Lord. I am stepping up. I am stepping up. I am stepping up into the new. Zudayamaka shadayaboko soroma. Zedeyekebo. Rekebo sotoyemama. Zedeyemaka shadayabaka sadayabo. Rubozodomama kashandayekebo sotoma. Thank you, Father. Before I hand over to our Father in the Lord, I want us to do one more thing. I've just talked about the authority and power that we have in Christ. I want us to put that power to use right now. I want us to pray in the spirit, asking the Lord to place on our heart a particular nation or some group of nations, and you begin to pray in the spirit towards those directions, or maybe the Holy Spirit is laying something on your heart. I want us to pray in the spirit in that direction right now. Let's exercise that power, that authority that we have in the name of Jesus. Use that authority. Pray in power. Pray in the spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Let's do one more prayer. Let's pray for the young people. We learned in Sunday school this morning. God wants us to train our children. We want to pray for all the young people. The world population today has the young people as the largest. Let's pray in the spirit that the power of God will grow across the United States of America. 
the power of God will go in Brazil, we go in Mexico, we go in Africa, and begin to bring back our children to the law. Reba Jiba Zuda Yaba Zeke Budu Rika Bazadaya Zuda Yamakashidi Rika Dodo Bakazida Yokoro Bozodo Yakabo Shere Bosotoba Zuda Yamakazada Yakabo Shodoye Yakabo Shodoye Zedede Ukabaze de Kebo Shodoba Zikebo Shere Bazadaya Soka Bazada Yakabo Rebazede Probozodo Pavakashada Yama Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I want to humbly hand over to Apostle Ron to, you know, speak into this as we round up. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Brother, you're ministering in a different anointing than I've ever seen on you. And I... I heard the voice of what I know is the Lord, that the arrows that you have shot out the window today are going to signify the victory that you have, uh, that you have believed God for. So what you've sown into us, we restore every promise, every vision, every dream, every calling, every anointing. We receive those words but the power and the victory by which you've sent these arrows out the window are going to raise you and your wife up and they're going to take you into places that you've only dreamed of. And uh, the, your victory, your victory has been signed today. So praise God. We bless you in that. We bless you in that. We bless you. Thank you. You, you, you evangelized me this morning. And that takes some doing, doesn't it, Dennis? Thank you, brother. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I needed that. I needed that. Well, I think we all needed that, didn't we? Well, God bless you all. God bless you all. Thank you so much for all that you are and for all that you have contributed toward our work together and what you continue to contribute and the way that um, God's used you this past week before his throne has, has been inspiring. So thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you. So we seal this time and we go forward. We step up. Amen. Step up and step out. <laughs> God bless you all. Um, if you have words for any